Hello, Internet, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and joining me, the co-host, Jer. You know him, you love him. <laughs> Chris. Hey, guys. Um, so this week, we're back from Final Fantasy XIV Fan Fest and the Dallas Comic Con, and we just wanted to say a big thank you to, obviously, all our subscribers out there. Uh, we're really glad and uh, that you've stopped by, and we hope you enjoy our podcast and other vi- videos. So just a big welcome and a thank you. Um, you know, because each one of you, we, you know, we're actually almost to a record 200 subscribers at the time of this recording. Uh, Chris, do you want to tell the the funny story of <laughs> of what we were we were originally planning to do a hundred uh, subscriber video? Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, you know, we we didn't think that we would hit a hundred as fast as we did, and Mister um, Happy, which many of you know, referenced us, but. At the time, you know, Brian wasn't quite feeling well. We were having trouble thinking of something. And I don't know, my wife was trying to throw out balloons and we were just going to go get a drink and uh, <laughs> say cheers to you guys. What an amazing community. And then Mr. Happy referenced us. And in like eight hours, like 70 more of you showed up. And it feels weird to do a 100 subscriber video now that we're pushing 200. <laughs> but but very, very exciting. <laughs> so cheers to you regardless. Thank you. Super awesome stuff. And anyway, with, with that out of the way, uh, this week we're going to be focusing on one subject, and that's the Nintendo Switch. Uh, if this is a machine that speaks to our inner game fan, uh, and if basically we're planning on picking one up. So with that, let's go ahead and get this rolling and select start. We got a big topic tonight, so let's go ahead and start digging in. I know that both of us were out of town, so we both kind of pre-recorded the the one that just went up. So let me know, kind of, I've gotten to see your thoughts on the game, but mm-hmm. how was FanFest itself? It was both awesome and depressing at the exact same time, and I know that might be confusing. Excited, it was so great to be able to hang out with like all the Gamer Escape crew and see them and be able to do podcasts and interview Susan Calloway. That was really exciting, and I had a really good time, but at the same time, there were so many free companies out there, and they all had these shirts, and there was a part of me that was just extremely jealous of that aspect because one of the things it's really great to hang out with the gamer escape people and be able to do podcasts with them. And they're great. If you guys haven't checked out their wiki, they really do a lot of hard work and it's really, you know, if you're a final fantasy 14 fan and even, you know, a fan of other games and stuff, that's a great place to hang out. Um, but I was just, I missed like Chris, I missed uh, like Tim and Jelly. I missed a lot of the people that are a part of our uh, free company, like Mark and, you know, and it was just like everybody that was just like, gosh, how awesome would this be if we were all out there completely buzzed out of our minds watching the the 4.0 trailer drop for the first time, uh, it would have been it would have been too much. It would have been too much. And so I was really happy, obviously, for everybody who was out there. And there was just so many people. Uh, I, for one, completely skipped the merchandise line, which made my experience all the better. And anybody who's uh, heard about the, the, uh, the tragedy of that line uh, already well knows the story. But it just was that was like out out of the 
out of the everything that was just amazing and fun and exciting, that was kind of the one bad you know thing. So I avoided it. My experience was fantastic, uh, but I missed I missed uh, being able to you know really kind of see everybody. It was great to have Julie there, so we had a really good time. And the only other issue, obviously, has been my uh, health issues as of late. And uh, you know, thankfully, I didn't you know feel too sick. I just kind of took it easy. Which you're in Vegas, and that's kind of a bummer because there's so much good food. There's so many drinks that you could just like have, and so I kind of I played the responsible adult and just had it, you know, had a very good time, uh, and really just enjoyed myself. So it was, uh, it makes me hopeful maybe in two years that I'll be able to drag more people out there with me. <laughs> yeah, Vegas 2018. <laughs> Absolutely. So well, uh, you were at the same time. You and your brothers actually went to the the uh, to Comic Con, and that yes, was super exciting. Why don't you, you know? Yes. Why don't you tell everybody? Now about it's not the Comic Con to make it clear. Oh, okay. This is not the one in San Francisco. This is just the Dallas kind of fan days puts on a Comic Con. It was it was incredible. Uh, I'd never been to one, so starting there was plenty for the three of us. None of us had ever been to one. Uh, the first day I went in, um, actually the T shirt I'm wearing right now, which is just like a normal T shirt with like it's got an advertisement for like a brand of a friend's like small business. So you don't know anything about it. doesn't really say anything and like jeans and sneakers, just a normal guy. And honestly, I felt out of place. I did not belong <laughs> there. So the second day I wore my tuxedo t-shirt, uh, which is not one of my possessions that I say my wife would put on like the short list of things. She's glad she gained in a marriage. And <laughs> I, she's like, you're not really going like that. And I was like, oh, I really am. And I got there and I was totally invisible. So tuxedo t-shirt, jeans and sneakers was the, was the bar. You are not noticeable above or below a tuxedo t-shirt. We had a blast, got to see some really cool Q and A's, got to see, uh, got to sit down and play some board games. They had like a D and D booth there. They'd actually never had a D and D hosted at one of these. So me and my brothers were the very first people to ever play D and D at a Dallas comic con. So they put our picture up on some website and, um, we just, we had so much fun going to all three days of that. Uh, I think I'd love to go to more conventions and I think I would like to, I think I'd like to dress up. I wasn't sure. It didn't really matter to me. I kind of let, we were going for my brother. It's what we decided to do to celebrate him graduating. So we kind of let him make the call, but I think next time, no, you, you yeah. got to do it. Dress up, man. It's so it. much fun. Julie made uh, like uh, my m- me just like kind of this like white mage hoodie, which is really cool. So it's like your kind of tuxedo T-shirt. It's not like I mean, there are some amazing costumes at FanFest and the costume contest is just ridiculously unbelievable. Uh, the coolest one, the one that won, I, I believe, was the uh, 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 the, dra- the Dragoon. It had the light up eyes like from the from the Heavensward trailer. <laughs> so it was just like awesome like what amount of work and what people he'd been making it since that trailer yeah and so i'm just sitting here i'm just was so excited and uh and so there was a couple of things i've got a couple of uh, personal goals that i'm not going to share uh at this time but i would like to be able to like really invest in and and julie's so so uh um my wife is so uh you know crafty that we can see what we could come up with so hopefully i mean no promises but uh Hopefully in two years, okay. we're, we're going to be listening back to this and be like, yes, I hit the, I hit those goals and we were able to do something pretty cool because uh, it's just a lot of 
for so, it. You just kind of have to, you kind of just have to be like, ah, who cares? You know what? People you know, might not understand it, but you know what? It's fun. Halloween comes around once a year and we all dress up and that's a lot of fun. Why can't we also do it at conventions? <laughs> Why does it have to be a once a year thing? I say end the once a year costume. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start, I'm going to wear a Moogle costume to work. Um, <laughs> all right. On that little tidbit there. You've been back about a week. Before we jump into the main topic, is there real quick just any games you've been able to play that you're super excited about? The uh, I'm absolutely loving Gears of War 4 and obviously Final Fantasy 14. Got a couple of requests for some videos for guides, and so I was like, oh, I'm... I need to level that. <laughs> so I've been working on uh, on leveling some classes as well as making some new guides and some updated guides uh, with the double cross hop bar that dropped. Was able to clear Alexander, was able to really kind of dive in. I was able to clear Palace of the Dead. It's just been something I was just like, oh, I'll do later. And then I really kind of got into that. And I'll tell you more about that, like off of the podcast of what, what the value of it is. But um, I'm really excited about the next expansion of the Palace of the Dead, which drops on November 1st, which supposedly, supposedly takes it from 50 to 200. 200 and they said that like around floor 100 is like savage mode for dungeon like the most challenging four-man content that they've got in the game so i'm looking forward to that um and so uh just the, the obviously the hype of stormblood has got me really excited and, and enjoying obviously i was enjoying 14 before but i'm just really enjoying it now uh gearing up playing with you playing with our friends uh and then uh gears of war 4 playing that with julie and our friend kevin uh, been having a blast with horde mode we played it the other day and just got destroyed for some reason i guess we're off our game but couldn't recommend it enough pc uh, xbox crossplay is great and i hope that this is the foretelling of them actually bringing final fantasy 14 to the xbox one make it happen bring it to the switch why the hell not actually i've got a video going up well i guess at the time this podcast goes up we have a video that comes out on tuesday that talks about final fantasy 14 on the switch so um that's what i'm playing how about you what's uh what, what's got you excited uh, I've been playing a lot of Forza. I've been uh, I played a little bit of Halo. Probably, have you got all the roads? A little yet, bit of Final like... Fantasy helping you with your daily dungeons. I've almost got all the roads explored. I'm pushing like 400 now. Man, um, I got to catch up to you. <laughs> I uh, I I'm having a lot of fun with Forza. Cannot be more impressed with it as a racing game. It's really done a great job going beyond what I expected. Um, Titanfall two drops this week. Does it so drop this week? I think it's next week, right? The twenty eighth. The 28th. Yeah, and at the time Tuesday. of this recording, it's the 24th. Yeah. So that's basically, I think, the same day that this podcast drops. Okay. Uh, something, something like that. So give cool, or take. Cool, cool. Uh, so so I, if you guys are listening to it while you're playing, uh, definitely put the feedback below. Let me know what you think. I'm really, really excited to play it. I've been waiting anxiously trying not to get myself too hyped up so that I can just enjoy the game for whatever it ends up being. Uh, but the first one was just so fantastic and I really look forward to seeing what they come out on that. So I think we need to go ahead and get on the main topic. Cause I am like jumping for joy that we're talking about this. Me too. And that the fact that we actually have something to talk about. So uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about all about and nothing else, but the Nintendo switch. So stick around. We'll be right back.
Select Start Podcast, and we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Switch. So, uh, Chris, obviously, I'm excited about uh, Nintendo. I've talked about it in a couple of our videos, but I want to I want to throw to you first. You made a video on Sunday uh, talking about the Nintendo Switch, uh, and in it, you said that you're gonna you're considering picking one up. So, uh, just overall general break down, break it down. What are you excited about? What questions do you have? Hit me. <laughs> All right. A lot to digest there. I tried to keep my video short and just kind of use it as an opener to the discussion. Um, there's been a lot of speculation thrown around um, over the last forever building up to this <laughs> to see actually a name and, and a trailer drop was incredible. I love the way they're hyping it. I love the way they're spinning it. I love that they're marketing it to to a more active audience, and it's less. Um, if a you don't more have audience that actually has money to spend and not kids, yeah right I, I, yeah it just sometimes gaming companies make me feel bad as an adult male that doesn't have children for owning like I'm literally sitting in a room dedicated to games, and my house is not even kid friendly. Like I can't even welcome other people's kids here. Um, so my initial impression is. Very, very, very excited. Uh, the Wii U kind of let people down in a lot of ways. It was hard to pinpoint any one thing. The things that I feel that were so exciting about it were things like, oh, we can have like everybody you know playing Smash Brothers. Yes, but everything I, everybody I know didn't buy a Wii U because of all your other flaws. So initial impression is maybe they fix some of these things. It kind of seems like it's borrowing some of that mobility. I wish I was still in a job that traveled more because I'd be like, well, this is almost a business expense. Um, <laughs> Write that one off. I, I think that's how that works. Uh, so that's my initial impression. And when I said I would buy it, I literally just want to know how much money is going to be missing from my bank account. So don't tell Nintendo that they can, they can take me to the coals on that one. But I, I think I'm definitely getting this one. I can't see them putting a dollar figure on it that I'm not willing to save up and spend. The um, I, I'm in the same boat. I'm absolutely going to be picking up a, a Nintendo Switch um, more just because uh, the, the messaging that they've already been saying that within six months, they want to have your Zelda, your Mario and your Pokemon on the system. And I would kill for a, uh, I guess kills a stupidly hard word. I would not murder anybody, um, but I would be extremely excited to actually play a Pokemon game. Twenty five years uh. in prison. <laughs> um, no. So it's like the uh, so being able to play like a Pokemon game like a traditional pokemon game yes they've they brought in like the battle arena and different things like that you know to their consoles in the past but to be able to like hopefully have like a real pokemon game both i can play it as a handheld and i can play it on the tv uh for them to really consolidate their focus on making you know like they have so many great games the my the portableness of it doesn't actually really sell me on it it sells me on it because it seems like something that i will absolutely take advantage of but it's not the primary focus my 3ds barely ever leaves the house. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm not obviously traveling that much for work right now, thankfully. Um, but I play my 3DS maybe in bed or like on the couch while, you know, just relaxing things like that. But some, most of the time I'm thinking, you know, it would be great if my hands were comfortable right now while I'm enjoying Bravery Default. <laughs> while I'm enjoying Pokemon, it'd be great if I was my hands weren't like scrunched up. And the thing that got me the most excited was when he sat down on the plane, took off what they're called Joy-Cons, 
and played the game with them wirelessly still connected to his handheld device. And so from a comfort level, that excites me and excites me for many reasons, namely because the one of the biggest wishes for just the Wii U and the and like kind of the, um, you know, the thumbstick or whatever, I forget what it's called, uh, is that I hated that wire. I was like, this is actually real comfortable because I can kind of sit with my hands at a normal position and not like, you know, like bound in. And I could just like, okay, I could lean one arm off the side of the couch and, you know, lazily like enjoy the game. And I like that. And hopefully the joy cons give me that same, uh, same impression, but immediately in the trailer, they also show off a pro controller with the Xbox 360 offset joy joysticks. Thank you. And then, you know, the ability to kind of really do a couple of different things. Obviously a big concern. I don't know if you share it, Chris, is what if I lose one or how are they, how the Joy-Cons charge? Like, can my left Joy-Con like die and my right one be okay? Like, like what's yeah. the battery solution here for that? How is that yeah, managed? And, can, and, and what are they making available to the third parties? Because based on kind of how standard they do this and the fact that they're kind of building on like an NVIDIA graphics platform and they're very much modeling off other things in the industry kind of implies that you could see third-party companies not having to go under the burden of coming out with an entire controller but rather just a piece that those two things slide in that maybe have a way of interacting with the battery on it or something like that where now i can go there can be a third party company out there that just 3d prints the the piece that holds them at the appropriate distance for my hands mm-hmm. um I'd be really excited to see that. But before we get into too much of kind of hardware specs and all that, yeah, what I don't really know the any games, what of the games are you most excited about? Um, I, I'm really excited about the legend of Zelda. I skipped skyward sword on the Wii. Like at that point I was just, I was just done. I don't have a Wii U. So I didn't bother like, you know, backwards compatibility, any of that. Um, so sky, uh, so uh, breath of the wild, I think looks incredible. I'm very excited about that. Uh, they showed off a 3D Mario, and I was like, "Oh, that looks awesome!" I'm a big fan of Mario. I actually got to play 3D World, and loved it. And I love 3D Land on my 3DS. So I don't know if it's set in that kind of style or if this is more of an N64 style. But regardless, it's Mario. Uh, and then they didn't show off Pokemon, but just the fact that they're talking about having like Pokemon within six six months has me hopeful. And that's actually one of the reasons why I'm going to skip Sun and Moon is because I'm hopeful maybe that this Pokemon that they're talking about is usually with Pokemon they come out with two and then later they come out with kind of a third one that does a couple of different things different. I'm like, maybe that's maybe that's what they're saving for it. Don't know. But portable, console, hybrid, Pokemon? Eh. So they showed off Skyrim. Okay, fine. I, I had Skyrim on the 360. I don't know if I'm going to be reinvesting in it. And they didn't confirm it's coming. And I don't really play like NBA, but it was cool to see those. And then, oh, I forgot. Yeah, they showed off Mario Kart. So if they're able, and here's the two things, like here's the big wish. If they're able to take some of their game uh, Wii U library that I've completely missed, I would think a lot of people have. Only 13 million people really have access to it and port some of those games to the to the uh, to the switch the nx <laughs> um like smash brothers mario kart 3d world i mean they have such a like a vast library wow like imagine within like a year all of a sudden you're sitting here going like here's this incredible library that i can take on the go if i want or i can play at home and i have a traditional controller that i can do it and it's powerful enough to keep me excited 
What games are you excited yes. for? Yes. Uh, Zelda, hands down. So the four confirmed games right now are Zelda, Dragon Quest, Sonic, and Just Dance. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Dragon Quest absolutely nice to have, is going nice to have a party game. game. Good to see Dragon Quest coming out. Always nice to see Sonic make an appearance. But Zelda is like the game that most changed me as a gamer. Um, of course, there'll be a Mario game. Of course, there'll be a Mario Kart game. Uh, they're saying that Skyrim would be remastered for us, some Elder Scrolls on there, which would be great to take that on the go. The remastered Skyrim actually comes out, I think, this week or early or early next. So it's a part of this. It's coming out on the new consoles, remastered. That's kind. That's what they showed off. That's what was in the trailer. Um, so that's exciting. I mean, from just if you think of a power to take perspective. take it mobile would be amazing. Right. And even if they visually scale down, and what I was talking about, because like... Uh, from a technical perspective, somebody was saying that the base is just that connection really into the TV and it doesn't offer much other than charging and routing the cables. And that, if that's so, that's an, that's incredible technology that they packed in here. And my thought is, is that obviously I think when, you, when you're when you playing it on the small screen that they're going to be able to turn off things. And NVIDIA has shown that they're really good at delivering power at a very low energy consumption cost. And so... Being able to show off Skyrim, I think, was a huge win um, because I do have concerns outside of power. Like if you guys go and I'll put try to put a link in here back to the the bringing uh, Final Fantasy 14 to the Switch. You know, there are some serious power concerns. There's some memory concerns that I have. Like, are they going to have a lot of in, uh, onboard like flash memory? Um, I'm not going to be d- uh, going with an external hard drive for the system, especially in its portable sense. So either everything's cartridge based or you can download or you can use cartridges. Cartridges can prove and, and actually can solve the problem of uh, onboard storage. But as a gamer, like I like to download my games. <laughs> I love the, the fact that I put a 32 gig uh, card in my uh, 3DS and have downloaded my games to that system so that I don't have to carry around all these cartridges. I know not everybody shares that opinion, but it's truly it's it's something that I am obviously interested in. So um, so, OK, we'll, we'll, we'll jump back to, to some of my concerns that I've got for the for the platform. Uh, here in a minute, but I want to toss it back to you, Chris. So you were talking about games. What are your concerns or what what excites you the most? Because you're not traveling, but like we, we were, you know, you have um, a Wii U. What, what, what's going to make well, the, this different? So, you know, in the last two games on that list, just so I finish it out, is Splatoon and NBA. So mm-hmm. having such a wide arsenal there is pretty exciting because one of my issues um in my household, just the way I play video games, is I have this dedicated room. I've talked about it before. Um, I'll talk about it again. And the dedicated room comes out of when my wife and I lived in Washington, D.C., we had this 500-square-foot apartment. And so game night was this enormous... Uh, it just kind of took over the whole place just because there, there's only one couch. And that couch is also... The couch is your dining room table and it's your resting place and it's your place that you read and it's your desk. And so when you have 500 square feet, which is not that much bigger than a hotel room, it it functions for everything. And so when I was playing video games, that kind of locked us out. And so when we bought a house, we removed that. But now I do still miss that. When I'm playing video games, I can go sit next to my wife on the couch. And this brings that back. And the Vita kind of offers that for the PlayStation. And the Xbox actually is pretty friendly on splitting signals. So I'm looking into a way that I can split it so I can be playing on my TV in the living room while the Xbox is in my game room. But seeing something that 
I'm not having to buy something extra. It's just doing this natively is really, really exciting for me. Uh, of course, one of the big powerhouses of Nintendo is their, is their property. I mean, it's their titles. It's they have so many exclusives that other Xbox can't keep up with the exclusives Nintendo has. I don't care how many, I don't care about the numbers, mm-hmm. the, the, just the quality of the exclusives that they have are what I'm most excited about. So what are your concerns? Um, what if it sucks? <laughs> uh, I mean, just to put it simply, it, it looks really cool, but I don't know if all the people in that commercial immediately, as soon as they said cut, they go, Oh, thank God. These things are so uncomfortable on my hands or, you know, they had to wrap the, the, take on the plane six times because they're like, Oh crap, the battery went dead again. That's a, that's a wrap. Can we get a new one on set? Um, <laughs> Cause that's neat that I can take it on a plane, but I can take my phone on a plane, but if I don't fully charge it, a long flight's going to kill it. If I don't bring some form of, of external battery or a case that can, can kind of bump it up. And I don't want to show up at my destination and have a dead phone. So mm-hmm. I can't watch movies the whole flight. Um, so battery well, life's a big concern and comfort the, of the controller is a big one. It also showed them in the airport playing and then on the plane playing. So it's meant to at least give me the message that they want you to play and, um, and, and have fun. And it's possible. Like the thing is, is that if the, the hardware and the software work together, they can turn off features that are not needed, especially in flight. Like you don't need Wi-Fi. You don't need blue you know i guess you would need bluetooth for the the controllers but i mean you don't need to worry about certain things so hopefully that they're able to be like oh i'm dock mode you know the apple has made such really amazing progress in terms of batteries with software management and being able to turn on and off various features like oh i need a lot of processing power okay here you've got it okay i don't need that much right now let's scale it back and so we're not sitting here just churning and eating that memory so i it's got i have a lot of hopes and i actually i'm not so concerned about the battery yet it's i i I actually have always enjoyed um, you know, like I, I think my battery on my 3DS is fine. The only issues I've had with Nintendo and batteries were when I've played around with the Wii U game, you know, pad was unless you got the extended battery, I was like, you kind of get three to four hours out of it and you really needed to play those games. So in this case, like, I feel like at least, uh, oh, my battery's running low and I'm playing it by hand. I can go just dock it and I can pick up my game right away. Like, and that's, you know, um, the name itself. I think, you know, somebody was like, oh, the Switch. Oh, you know, they wanted something more epic. I'm like, it's not the Wii and it's not the Wii U. That was that was eight years of hell. <laughs> I, I, I right. never enjoyed those right. names. Um, people made jokes and then they just kind of got over it. And it was like, you know, from the at least the first one, they were right. On the second one, com- they completely missed it. And I was like... So at least it's not a part of this Wii family of names. And so Switch makes sense. Yep. Just pick it up. Ready to go. You're still playing. You, you, you dock it. You're, you know, it's right on your TV. You're good to go. That seems exciting. Uh, the concern I have isn't necessarily battery life. It comes into uh, kind of the, the operating system uh, and the user experience when, when getting to the games how I connect with my friends. Uh, if they have, if they continue to insist on the friend code system, it's going to be just a big blow to being able to connect. It's so difficult to connect and play with your friends on a Nintendo platform, as opposed to where Xbox and PlayStation have made it so easy and so much, so much more enjoyable in my opinion. Um, and so hopefully, and then also DRM. Um, if I'm buying their games digitally, 
uh, I hopefully they've figured out that I don't want to license it to the device. I want to license it to my account. Um, and that way, if my device dies, I don't have to go through hell to get my games back. I don't need to worry about manually backing up my stuff so that I can recover my games. Um, I love how uh, Sony and Xbox do it as such. Now, again, you know, if you buy, if they have bad DRM, it's only going to make them view digital as this, you know, this hobby market because I will not buy their games digitally if they've got this, the bad DRM that they've had in the past. And so then I would be a cartridge player, which bums me out because it goes against everything I've been doing for the last five years. Um, I love my Steam library. I mean, <laughs> like people have figured it out, you know, and, and it's and, and, and why we can say, hey, I'd be nice if this happened or this happened. Hopefully Nintendo is also paying attention on those fronts. So those are my three concerns, um, you know, and if uh, and again, that all ties to if it if we are able to download these games, uh, and obviously some of them are going to be quite sizable, what does that mean for onboard storage? And does it mean that they're going to, you know, gimp, you know, like and say, here's, you know, five gigs, here's eight gigs, here's, you know, 32 gigs uh, when, it, when we really need at a minimum like 250 gigs uh, as a part of that system, core system. Um, I'm not opposed to going out and, and having them give me the option to say swap out for a higher SD card or add another SD card for more storage. I, I'm, you know, I think that's fine. I think they can give us as, as the, as the market that option. Um, but if they have like just minimal onboard storage, it's going to depress me because that's one of the things that, uh, like for final fantasy 14, you know, the game on my PC takes like 24 gigs. Okay. <laughs> Don't give me a 32 gigabyte system. And then I have to run the operating system and then I have to decide what that's the only digital game that I want, assuming that that they they port the game for the uh, for the Nintendo Switch. So um, we covered your uh, your concerns. What if it sucks? I love it. <laughs> um, we covered mine, and we but we both are right now. We're both in the buy. You know, there's even yes. with those concerns. I've, I've, I've signed up for Amazon's like alert me when Adam. I can pre-order this. Alert me when I can throw money at you. <laughs> my only remaining thing is how do you give me enough information that I can tell my friends to buy? Because well, that's my that's problem difficult. with the Wii U is the few things that Wii U does well, I can't enjoy with other people because I don't know anybody else that has a Wii. I right. feel all alone in that front. You are alone on this island. There's only 13 million other people out there and Nintendo doesn't make it easy to find them. No. So they're, you know, so, um, so here's the bad news on that front is that Nintendo has confirmed that that's all we're getting for 2017. And I made a video saying that we weren't really going to see whatever the NX was, AKA the switch until 2017. And I think this was a good move on their part. Cause I said, if we don't hear about it by October, wait till, wait till 2017. Um, hopefully what we're going to see here is that uh, this is just a kind of, dispel rumors to, to calm fears about what the system is to calm fears that the, the release date isn't March 2017 and what we will see here is hopefully um, you know they'll they'll come out and do a full-on reveal with full-on gameplay to really just iterate you know and show people like here's the system you've seen it you know what it is now we're going to get into the weeds so you can calm down uh i think chris you were saying like no riots <laughs> yes it's gonna be fine 2017 is going to exist on the calendar just chill so i think that's good they they put that out there 
and they're going to probably set up an event. I, who knows whether it's January, February, or March. My hope is is they roll out roll it out Apple style, like get a full on two hours, bring out devs, get people hands on, and really do that full court press, and then say pre order start <laughs> tonight. Go and you know go and spend your money. Uh, and then we, we ship in a, in a week. We're shipping two weeks. You know, uh, I think that would be most exciting. I think I don't know. Like, uh, you know, depending on cost is going to depend on how many games I pick up. But um, I think we kind of talked about what we're looking at there. And who knows what else is is, is being developed for it. Um, I, I, you know, they, they showed out a, a huge list of uh, developers that they say are supporting it. So um, anyway, it's it's sold. It's sold at least two. So this is just going to, you know, put this out there. Everybody who's listening, like, uh, are you sold on the Nintendo Switch? Um, what are your questions that you still have? What are your concerns? Um, let us know in the, in the comments below. We, we always love uh, having that discussion uh, with you guys. And thanks again so much for, uh, you know, subscribing. So if you're not subscribed and you're checking us out for the first time, oh, we hope you subscribe. And, uh, you you know, and if this doesn't do it for you, you know, just come back anytime and uh, check out the other videos that we've got on uh, on the docket as well as what we've got planned. Lots of fun stuff. It's going to be, uh, you know, 27, uh, 2016 is going to be a great year to finish with games. Uh, 2017 is going to be amazing uh, for Nintendo fans, I, I believe. I honestly do. So, uh, Chris, do you have any uh, anything you want to plug? Any final thoughts before we uh, adjourn for the uh, for the evening? No, no. We have put up a lot of content this week. We are both back from vacation. We are both feeling pretty decent. Uh, I got a dentist appointment tomorrow. My teeth are already already hurting so uh but we are we're putting up a lot of stuff so let us know what you guys want to see more of uh absolutely hit that like and subscribe button thank you guys so much for all the support and i cannot wait to be playing some titanfall absolutely so um we're gonna have to you know put a call out if our, if our community keeps getting uh big enough to be able to like join us for some like special game uh gameplay times or something like that for anybody who's playing titanfall or, or even gears or heck even final fantasy shout out to sargatanis if you're on that server so uh anyway uh for brian for chris for work to game um heck for for, for monday night podcasting that comes out on thursdays <laughs> uh thanks for listening thanks for watching and we'll see you next time Gonna stop and gonna hit save.